So here we are back at Reality Check Chat. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Liz Kearney. Liz, I thought that we might talk about Trump's fourth indictment, but also the term willful blindness has come up. It's not a I just read my that. understanding. You just read that. <laughs> I just saw the headline in the uh, it was a New York Times editorial, right? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. Mm-hmm. And the picture on the opinion piece has... Trump holding his hands over his ears. It's not a picture. I shouldn't say that. It's an illustration with Trump holding his hands over his ears. Mm -hmm. Because evidently willful blindness is not a defense. That's the impression. Okay. Okay. Imagine that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's going to try to um, say free speech, which is Mm -hmm. also a defense if you're not perpetrating a crime, you know, like an insurrection Mm -hmm. or trying to overturn the 2020 election, which are criminal Mm -hmm. offenses. So you can't claim free speech if you're doing that. Right. And you can't, this is from the thing where you can't yell fire in a crowded theater if there's not actually a fire. Right, right. Right. And you can't, when people tell you, you lost the election, you lost the election, you lost the election. We've searched. There's no fraud. We can't find any fraud. We recounted four times. Mm -hmm. We still came up with Biden squeaking by in Georgia, squeaking by in Wisconsin, and you losing the 2020 election. When people tell you that, your advisors and everything else, that's willful blindness when you go ahead and say there was so much fraud. You won the 2020 election by millions. Mm -hmm. So I was reading about the scary thing. Should he get uh, reelected? Which, I mean, I don't know. Excuse me, I'm going to yawn. I read about that too. I read read about Miles Taylor. He wrote um, a book called, it was was anonymous at first. It was was about, it was from within the Trump White House. Okay. And he had a really well-known editorial back in 2018 about what what a shit show the Trump presidency it was because he has no attention span, no interest, no curiosity, just all he right. cared about really was revenge, propping up his his ego. Right. And he has a new book out called Blowback, where he tries to okay. forecast what a new Trump presidency or a Trump wannabe is elected, what we can expect. And I haven't finished the book. I'm still reading excerpts, but it's pretty horrifying. A new Trump, God forbid, presidency would be mostly like revenge, getting back at people he perceives as hurting him or disrespecting him. And it's, it's frightening to think that he might it seems impossible, but it's, so it did too in 2016. You know? Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. also policies of this is what I read. I don't know if the Taylor guy talked about this. He has this schedule F for civil servant payments uh, in the in the government and that he put in place. It was a few days 13 days, I think, before the November election in 2020 that President Trump Mm -hmm. put in place. And subsequent to that, Biden rescinded that. And the schedule is that all, and not all, but very a huge number of government workers who are non-political, of which there were tons, they probably a lot of them quit or retired under Trump, but there are, I think, 2 million (laughs) or something like that. And right. 
he could fire tens of thousands of them under this. He wanted to put them in Schedule F. And Schedule F meant if they were in that pay grade, if they were in that um, schedule, they did not have any employee protections. They didn't have any protections. So he could fire them without any appeals or repercussions. So that's what one of the things he wants to do as soon as he gets in and put in place of like 50,000 or more government workers, you know, acolytes, I guess. Or I, or I read that idea. Taylor mentioned that. And then because these are professional people who are dedicated to public service, their expertise. And his word was they, they'd be replaced with not second or third, but fifth raters, like fifth rate, just cronies and people with no experience. And, we, and we've seen how that plays out across the, the country, like the Supreme Court, <laughs> right? for one note, and the, even in other states, I've, you know, they, they put in confident people above their pay grade and bad stuff happens. Good things or, don't happen. Yeah. Or get rid of people like there was the State Department had horrible secretaries of state and our diplomatic corps was decimated, I think. The young people that were in the program to become diplomats, I think they Rex Tillerson or whatever his name was, got rid of that program after these people mm -hmm. had been accepted and been in it, you know, these young people. Yeah. This is, I've said this before, but I'm, I'm just going to repeat it because I'm the daughter of, of one of these people, the late Robert Vernon Scott. <laughs> um was a uh, worked for the government for his whole life and worked in the State Department. He would be very upset about all of what's happened there. He had a lot of protections and mm -hmm. he worked for Republican and Democratic president. He was a Democrat, but he worked for Republican and Democratic presidents throughout his career. There was no real change in his job wherever his, whatever his job was, there's no change in his job when the president changed. And that's the way it should be. Right. We right. need an independent Justice Department and Trump would, and DeSantis probably, or anybody else that got there, mm -hmm. uh, would try to make it a political arm of the executive branch. Mm -hmm. and, and this is terrifying. And and it's, I, I'm not going to, I'm afraid to say it might happen, but it's not, the, the chance of it is not zero right now. The chance is know? not zero. So let's talk about an alternative might be Ron DeSantis. An alternative to Trump, if it's Ron DeSantis, he was booed by the, the black people that made up his, most of his audience in Jackson. Did you see that? I when heard he, about that. Uh-huh. When he went uh -huh. and he is not liked by the mm -hmm. black community in Florida. They don't feel safe there. He's in April, he signed a bill that in a state that has had a lot of gun killings, that high school and other gun killing, now the Jackson thing and the permitless uh, concealed gun carry. You don't need any, you oh. don't need a background check. You don't need, there was something else you don't need that previous to April you did need. And they're not mm -hmm. sure if this shooter in Jackson, he was 21, he, he legally bought the guns, but would he have been able to get the guns if DeSantis had not signed that bill in Oh, April? was that the, the dollar store? The, the, yeah, the, the dollar motivated. Oh, the dollar store. anybody can have a gun anywhere? What, whose idea? That's crazy. And also, just, yeah, yeah, it's just 
It just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. And what did he say? He said, DeSantis said that the shooter was a scumbag. And the NAACP said, no, the shooter was a racist because he had, they found all these manifestos that anti-black manifestos that he had written and stuff oh, and, uh-huh. and they feel like they're supported in this racism mm-hmm. i mean it's- yeah i know i know and, um and they call you know it's like saying oh there are very fine people on both sides right it's like saying that yeah and didn't um speaking didn't the NAACP were they supposed to have a, a convention in florida and they moved it yes yeah, and they, not they, only they, them not only them but other black organizations rightly so right well, it was yeah. because of the education thing that you can't talk about mm-hmm. race and the education in history or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and because of the violence. And also he signed a law. First of all, he had his supermajority legislature, which is probably gerrymandered. He had them create a law where he can run for president and still be governor because Prior to that, the law in Florida was that you couldn't, you'd have to give up your governor's seat if you're going to run for president. Mm -hmm. So he had them change that law. And then he he had them, then the conceal thing, the permitless conceal law that he signed. And then something else he signed recently that, oh, he signed a law where he can get rid of elected district attorneys for so-called cause. And I guess if you're black and Democrat, that's one of the causes. (laughs) That's a cause, right. It sounds exactly. like a banana republic, doesn't it? It sounds it like, does. You know, like it, exactly. Yeah. It's it, fascism. So mm-hmm. he gotten rid of two district attorneys in in some towns in Florida. They're Democrats. They're both Democrats. One is black. One is white. And of course, they're appealing the fact that they've been fired when they were elected. Can you well, imagine how the replacements um, chosen? Does he pick the replacement? Now that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. And if Judy were here, she'd be racing to look it up. But I'm not doing that. We, so I don't know. Yeah, we, we missed Judy today. Judy's um out of out of pocket today, as it were. Right. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. She said, go ahead. We had postponed it long enough. So we're sort of going through it. And Liz, you wanted to Well, first I what I really want to mention is the absolute horror of seeing a former president's mugshot. I mean, that's wrong on so many levels and it's un- it's incomprehensible. You know what I mean? It's just it's 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 beneath us. Especially you know, as a nation. He's gained all this money. Evidently, he was able to fundraise on it. Selling merch. They're selling merchandise. Mm-hmm. That's tacky. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just it's a conduct unbecoming to the office of the presidency, even though, anyway. Yeah. So that's horrific. The cases, you know, seem not not airtight. I guess no case is airtight. But when you see his attorney scrambling for some kind of defense, and I'll be watching and listening, and all I can think is, oh, that's all they got? You know, they're trying to scr- pretend it's like a First Amendment issue. And people made a good point. You said earlier that, you know, it's willful blindness, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's and then also then the whole specter of what if he's elected and he's in prison? <laughs> you know, this is, this is, these are like unheard of questions. And I just, and I don't know, I can't handle it. <laughs> I just can't handle it. Um, and also there's that, that Federalist attorneys who argue that they say Trump is ineligible to be president, to run for president because he has been guilty basically of trying to overthrow a government, the government. And that's the, the 14th Amendment. Right. Makes him, and they make a compelling case and they're on his side. They're Republicans right. from the Federalist Society. Yeah. You know, and also 
uh, that I read here that to over it can be done. You don't have to have a trial. You know, it can just be declared that he can't. He's not eligible because of this sedition and treason. And then to overturn it, it takes a two thirds majority of both um, the House and the Senate, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> to overturn what? To overturn um, if he's found that he cannot run for president because of his previous crimes, because of his treason and traitorous behavior of January 6th. The only way to overturn that that ruling is for two thirds of, of both the Senate and the House to agree to that, to agree to overturn, to, to ignore it, basically. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah I read that New Hampshire, there are some Republicans in New Hampshire that are trying to get the district attorney there to not put him on the ballot because he led the insurrection. And the 14th Amendment says he can't. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah. The reason they want him to say, don't put him on the ballot is they want it to go to the Supreme Court. They want it to be finally determined before their primary, which is the first one. I think it's in Mm -hmm. January. I mean, it's early. The New Hampshire. Well, no, Iowa's first. Right. But anyway, they said the first one. Marjorie Taylor Greene, some individual tried to get her off the ballot in 2022 because she supported the insurrection based on the 14th Amendment. However, it was determined they didn't have enough evidence to show that she participated in the insurrection. Hmm. So that case was thrown out, but not because the 14th Amendment doesn't say that. It was thrown out because they didn't have enough evidence to show that she hmm. participated in an insurrection. And Cawthorn in North Carolina also, in that case, different judge, it was thrown out because he didn't win his primary. But I can't oh, remember. Oh, right. It was, yeah. I, maybe that was the whole, re- the whole, it didn't get that far because he didn't win his primary. So yeah, it was, it was I saw that so it was basically a moot point at that point. Yeah. Right. And what would the Supreme Court do? Now, we'd all just jump to the conclusion that the Supreme Court would say, oh, no, he can he can be president even though he tried to overturn the 2020 election are they actually going to be able to say that i appointed three of you you better oh you better not say that the 14th amendment does that Oh, I know what the the Cawthorn case went further because his attorneys said that there was a a previous ruling that it was aimed at Confederates. And so it didn't apply to anybody else in the future because it was only written for Confederates. It was written for Confederates who seceded and worked to in the Civil War. You know, I know. I wish the podcast I wish the podcast could show my skeptical expression. (laughs) (laughs) about that even the judge (laughs) said forget that because that means no one no one in the future would be able to be charged under the 14th amendment they could do any kind of insurrection they wanted and they could still hold off right that's not not happening but even so it'd be interesting to see i hope it does get to the supreme court let them make some tough decisions let's let's make them we'll have to see their votes too let's see how they vote on that yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah troubling times but I, I'm, I'm not hopeful but it, it sounds like a lot of young people are coming on board are starting to vote they're taking an interest and that's probably why all of a sudden republicans are interested in raising the voting age <laughs> because they get very maybe the kids get politicized on college campuses and are they trying to make it harder maybe i mean they say younger people are paying more attention they're, they're voting they're, they tend to be a little more liberal no but i mean are republicans trying to raise the voting age 
Oh yeah, I've read that. They went they went to the writing age should be like a lot higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because they're in college and learning things. Let's, let's get them off campus. Let's not let them vote while they're still on campus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw something that said Republicans' climate change agenda would is more fossil fuels, more drilling, and less energy mm-hmm. efficient um, vehicles. Oh, good lord! Then you have Ramaswamy saying at the. Uh, Republican debates, which I didn't watch, but I did see some excerpts. Debate, I should say, not debates. Debate so far won. Um, mm-hmm. He said that climate change is a giant hoax. And so this is someone that wants to be president of the United States. I mean, Liz, I'm going to let you, what What do you want to say? Because- where, are the, where are the polar bears going to go when all the ice is gone? <laughs> I can't get my mind around that either. Another thing I was going to talk about, about, you know, I'm still concerned about all the people who still support Trump. It is concerning. It is concerning. Mm -hmm. But I found an interesting little article in The New Yorker by Adam Gopnik. I think Mm -hmm. it was August 23rd. And he was talking about, he was talking about getting jury duty and how. That's what's great. I read that. that piece? That's great. I love him. He had a really funny quote about how Trump supporters may not necessarily be fascist and here's how he i love this quote and he's quoting a columnist from the washington post david von drell d-r-e-h-l-e drelly and he says i don't quote i don't think most trump supporters actually want to live in a world where an elderly sociopath has unfettered power <laughs> but they do want to live in a world where those currently in power are cowed and cautious rather than smug trump delivers on that <laughs> I mean, this is perfect description. Right. I don't think my neighbors really want to live under fascism, but they do like the way Trump needles the so-called elites, mm-hmm. even though uh, there's another discussion on who's elite and who's not. Right. You know? but right. That gave me a little bit of hope that maybe my neighbors really don't want to live under fascism. <laughs> right. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was good that the way he talked about juries being, hopefully he's right, that uh, taking their responsibilities seriously, no matter who they are, just like judges, right. you know. Right. Take it seriously, listen to, listen to the evidence and, you know, try to be impartial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I firmly believe that the issue of the issue of abortion rights is going to once again in 2024 be a big element of the election. And I hope so. And I hope so. And so Jessica Valenti said about the only woman that's running for president, just by virtue of not being yet another man saying a stupid thing about women's bodies, she's ahead of the game. Haley, she's talking about Haley. They're giving her so much credit for saying stuff that's, you can't tell what she would do if she was president. She she could put in, she could agree to a national ban after you know, so many weeks. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. tell what she's saying, but she's saying, this is also Jessica Val- Valente. I love this. Let's see. Haley knows better than to make the mistake of going on total offense. Unlike Mike Pence and his handmade tale fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> and she understands it's not possible to putter around hoping people will stop talking about abortion like Ron DeSantis is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. but I don't think Trump is going to talk about it either. He's. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. There's a one Republican woman who says we're going to get our asses hand to, handed to us if we don't you know, temper this somehow. I think she's right. She's right. And and is that the one that they're, they're trying to pretend that they're uh, reasonable because they want 
some kind of mm. contraceptive bill that they oh, right. sponsored, right. which mm-hmm. won't do anything different than they didn't sign the Democrats. Evidently, right. the Democrats mm-hmm. had one, but they didn't sign that. So I wanted a piece of good news for Pennsylvania. After decades, which that's in quotes because that's what the Shapiro administration said, PA is going to discontinue a contract they've had with, quote, real alternatives which was an organization that got paid lots of taxpayer money mm-hmm. to, well, they supported those pregnancy centers. They were supposed to counsel women and have alternatives to abortion, I guess. Anyway, they they got a lot of money for their work, which was pretty much anti-abortion. Went mm-hmm. to the pregnant. They didn't counsel. They just said, you know, have the baby and here's here's some free diapers. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. So the Shapiro administration had said that at the end of the year, when the contract expires, they're not going to renew it. And Dr. Val Arkush, I don't know if you saw her. She came to a number of, she ran for, in the primary, I think for, for Senate, for Fetterman's seat. I think she ran mm-hmm. in the primary for Senate mm-hmm. or governor. I'm not sure which, but I think it was Senate. And Shapiro has pointed her the, she's a doctor. And she's the Department of Health Human Services chair. And so she's asked for bids on actual women's health providers for women's health and reproductive Excellent. health needs mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. these real alternatives. So that's good news. Mm-hmm. On that that's very good news. And that's what you get. It, it, it matters who you vote for. I have friends who say, oh, both parties are, there's, there's no difference between the two parties. Why vote? What's the, the point? And I said, I've got two words, Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it does matter who you vote for. I mean, the two-party system, you know, it is what it is. It's what we're working with. This is not the time. I think a presidential primary is not the time for a third party. Don't get me started on that. Right. <laughs> but uh, well, well, unless it does Trump, matter. Here's the third party that you would like, Liz. Mm-hmm. Let's that? say let's say Trump doesn't get the nomination and he decides to run as an independent. That's different. Yes. Yes. I would send him a dollar for that. I would send Trump money for that. (laughs) (laughs) I have an awful confession to make. Before the first Republican debate, they weren't sure who was going to be on the stage. And I thought it would be entertaining to have Chris Christie on the stage. He hadn't qualified yet. You had to have a certain number of donors. So I sent Chris Christie a dollar (laughs) just to make sure you'd have enough donors not money but the number of donors you should have told me i would have sent him a dollar and it was worth a dollar because <laughs> he i love how he needles trump i mean yeah, yeah. he's he's not i know he's worthless too but i mean he does needle trump entertainingly he so does. true he confession does. I'm, I'm bipartisan right. <laughs> i'm a bipartisan supporter <laughs> I'm not sure how it works. Speaking of bipartisan, speaking of reporter, I was shocked today when I heard that, well, today, Mitch McConnell had a second incident of freezing Mm. in in the speech. Mm. There's something, I think, physically wrong with him, but I'm not going to diagnose him, you know, from my armchair. Right. Uh, But the thing that was interesting was that Biden said he calls him a good friend. He says, we don't agree politically, but we're good friends. And I'm going to call and check and see how he's doing when he was. That's how politics used to be. They could be friends across the aisle. Right. But I think that I think Biden's naive sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But he, 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 I like Joe. He's a good, he's a good, he's a good, he's he's got a good heart. He's a politician, but he's got a good heart. Yeah. You know, and and I do feel, you know, um, you know, McConnell, I I loathe everything he represents and everything he loves, but, um, you know, they were so hateful when John Fetterman was ill. That I'm not going to return the favor. I'm not going to stoop to their level. I did see a mean comparison between he's a year older than Mick Jagger. 
<laughs> so here's sex, drugs, and rock and roll versus you know mean spirited po political political points of view. Like, look, see the difference. <laughs> anyway, that's not. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I hope he recovers. It. If he can't recover, he needs to get out of the Senate. <laughs> right. Right. Just, um, yeah. You know, um, evidently he's fallen a number of times. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I read that too. And I read that Bashir, the governor of Kentucky, who would appoint, he would have to appoint a, if McConnell resigns, he would have to mm -hmm. appoint a Republican to replace him. He would have to? Yeah. But Bashir, is, is, but is Bashir a Democrat? He is a Democrat. Yeah. And yeah. that's, you know, this is a state by state thing. That's it. it that's oh, okay. interesting about the Senate mm -hmm. in, a, in a negative way. It should be universal how a senator is right you know, happen, right you know but it's many states is the governor and whatever the governor's party is he'll he's going to appoint somebody that's his party uh -huh. that's what happened in georgia that seems oh that seems fair this is the people represented yeah this, this is they elected the, the, the you know the governor of that whatever party that seems fair but also i can see the point too i, I can see both sides yeah yeah you know. yeah because so McConnell's a Republican, and mm -hmm. so they have to, in Kentucky, no, no matter who the governor is, he has to appoint a Republican because the people have voted mm -hmm. for him as a Republican. Mm -hmm. However, they also voted for Bashir, the Democratic governor. So Right, right. So he maybe he could, if it comes to that, he could appoint a not-so-awful Republican, perhaps. Well, that's what I was thinking. If they still yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah, if they still exist, or somebody that mm -hmm. says he's a Republican. Or she's a Republican. <laughs> whisper, whisper. <laughs> and then when I'm they get in there, wink, oh, wink. Oh, this would be good. And then when they get in the Senate, just like what's her name, the Arizona woman, Cinema, uh, uh huh, Cinema. Uh -huh. They'll say, oh, I'm going to change my party. Yeah. yeah, she's about to get primary. Yeah, she's worthless. Yeah, I don't. That, that's. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there. As she said, if she's running. I think so. I'm not sure. I would assume she is, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I would assume she I mean, is. She and Joe Manchin. I she said. Uh, I wish she and Joe Manchin would just go away together and be quiet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> go to another country and see if you can get an office there. <laughs> right. Well, um, we're way past the time we allowed. We oh, are we? Spending. Okay. In case you don't know, which you probably already do, if we have anybody listening, Trump's trials have been March 4th is the Jack Smith overturning the election January 6th trial start, I think. March, late March 25th or something like that is the Alvin Bragg, New York. I paid a woman to be quiet about our affair before the election with campaign money <laughs> um, case in January, uh, May 24th, I think, May something. Late May is the documents case. Mm -hmm. And then the Fonnie Willis case is kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. Some people want an early trial. Some people want to mm -hmm. change it to the federal level so they can then ask that it be dismissed. Mark Meadows, mm -hmm. that's his ploy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Trump's doing the free speech thing on there. I don't know when that's he. Oh, yeah. He wanted it. And his lawyers asked for a April 2026 date. Right. Mm. So after the election. Right. After, yeah. Way after the election. Way after. Yeah. Like two years after the election. Yeah. So he could pardon himself if, if he becomes president and he and he's in jail. He could mm -hmm. pardon himself. I don't know. Yeah, this is all up in the air. I've read different uh, opinions about that. Uh, ain't democracy great? Yeah. 
<laughs> and, and some people think and, um, um, Trump is focused on getting reelected more than ever so that he can dismiss the charge. Mm -hmm. He can have his Justice Department <laughs> dismiss the charges against him. OK, that's weird. Right. That's weird. And yeah. pardon his co-defendants and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's just weird times. Indeed. Right. So we're going to wrap this up because we have to run out and see the super blue moon. Oh, that's right tonight and hopefully it's not cloudy which i'm looking out and it's very cloudy mm -hmm. here but um here too anyway let's hope and we didn't we didn't mention putin or anything or anything that's going on in susquehanna county but we do have an election coming up and it's very important that we get out all our democrats to vote on november 7th for our judges and for our local offices including judy herschel and tom charles is running for recorder, county recorder, and Judy Herschel, of course, is running for county commissioner, and Rick Ainey is running for county auditor. Two of them are, have been doing a great job for the past four years, and so we need to reelect them. But the important thing is Dan McCaffrey, we need to have another Democrat in the Supreme Court, Pennsylvania Supreme Court. So we need to elect Dan McCaffrey. And so please, please tell all your friends to come out and vote for the judges. And, um, okay. So we'll see very, you. Next. Very, yeah, very good. Thanks, right. Barb. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Night. Night. <laughs>